to the Meditation Conversation. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin, and today I have here with me Michael Massey. Hi, Michael. Hi, Kara. Hi, everyone. So we have a fun topic, I think, today, which is, what were you going to say? Oh, I thought you were going to say, I thought you were trying to say something there. Do you want to say what, do you want to say what the topic is? Drum roll. Topic is? Superpowers. Woohoo! How much fun. Yeah. So this is fun for Kara, actually. I have zero interest in superpowers <laughs> whatsoever. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just watch, like, all the Marvel and Star Wars and DC and every Lord of the Rings and fantasy movie ever. Just for posterity. Right. I just want to stay in touch with, you know, the Harry Potter cultures and stuff, right? Yes. It's really just so that you can relate to the people who like yeah, that stuff, I'm not zero, that you like it. Not that I like it's, it. It's an important clarification on this backwards day that is today, also known as opposite day, which <laughs> I've just realized it's opposite day, but... Thank you for right. cluing us all in. Thank you for reminding <laughs> me about Opposite Day. Because, yeah, Opposite Day was a big thing back along about eight eight years old or so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That I was a big day. That I was, still invoke Opposite Day when somebody tells me something that I don't agree uh, with. It must be Opposite Day. Yeah. If I don't I like what they're saying. That back. That's a superpower. There you go. Right. Yeah. You gotta have opposite day in your repertoire. That's right. You just call it out yeah. when stuff's going on and yeah, people say stuff that you don't, you know, that is not aligned with what you want to be happening. It's like, oh, it must be opposite, opposite day. day. That's right. Okay, that's your first superhero <laughs> hack. All right, we're just out of the gates with the good stuff. Yes. Yeah. You've just been initiated. You're welcome. Okay. All right. <laughs> Even I got something out of it. I had forgotten that I had that one in my tool belt. Yes. Right. right. So, so superpowers. Superpowers. So the one that I just brought up before we started recording would be... Telepathy. Telepathy. Right. Yeah. So let's see here. Um... Yeah, let's say some notable ones, telepathy, what else, you know. Levitation, we talked about in the 100th uh, episode. Yeah. Uh, we could do invisibility. Like invisibility, mm-hmm. super strength, maybe another one. Um, telekinesis. Yeah, telekinesis. What about jumping really high? Oh. Hmm. It is a thing, because do you remember that book, um, the... The what was that book called? Um, and the guy's mentor works in a gas station. Uh, the peaceful warrior. The peaceful warrior, yes. Yeah. And the mentor can jump on top onto the roof of the. Or you can gas teleport station. up there. How do you know? Oh, so by location, maybe could, could be. be by location. So yeah, by location, teleportation. Those would be some other superpowers. Um, technically jumping high would be a function of like the super strength so that Mm -hmm. what you have is an enhanced muscular functionality or something like that. And, um, okay. So there's probably, 
there's all kinds of other things, you know, like pyrokinesis and wait, pyrokinesis being able to set things on fire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's a popular one, and um, you know, X Men and kind of thing. Uh huh. So I suppose we could we could go on with a whole list. That's not the purpose of this. So we're just, let's try and kind of come down to the. Say talk about a few basic ones that um, um, people, most people might be familiar with that aren't too far out there. Okay. Um, but before we do that, so all those things that we just listed, uh-huh. people can relate to from the movies and yes. stories and fiction. Yeah. But what you're saying is that these are actual achievable superpowers. Yes. In real life. In real life. Okay. So this is news. Like this this is is new information, I'd say, for a lot of people. It might be. Yeah. Um, You don't think so? Well, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. Okay. Um, Let's start off with your your first one, the big T. Mm -hmm. uh, Telepathy. So... Um, okay, now, telepathy, and, you know, a.k.a. kind of mind reading. I guess you could look at telepathy working, um, uh, one of two ways, and ultimately both, right? Mm -hmm. One would be, oh, I can pick up what you're thinking, Mm -hmm. all right? Um, the other would be I can transmit. So, mm-hmm. what I'm thinking to you, right? So mm-hmm. we have on the receiving, and then the transmitting side. Now, together, transmission and receiving. If you take a transmitter and a receiver, and you combine them together into one unit, this is what we call, in engineering terms, a transceiver. Okay. So you may have heard that word before. That's um, usually used in, you know, in technical terms, but a transceiver. All right. So being able to send and receive telepathically. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is actually, and have we touched on this before? Well, you talked about it when we talked to David Lyon and you were talking about how like you receive Arturian information, for instance, like you just open up to it. So that was one way that we talked about it. And there was another time. All right. So at the risk of even repeating, it's okay. I think we'll, we'll, we'll just make sure that we're kind of clear. So, um, the basic, the basic thing, the underlying thing to understand about um, about how telepathy works is is first you have to kind of uh, you have to come to the point of acceptance uh, that all thought the thoughts are shared. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that when you're having a thought about somebody. You might think it's private in your head, but it's not. So if you're thinking about somebody, then within the grid, okay, this, this invisible energetic space that, that's got all these 
thought forms and patterns and fields and stuff that encompass the whole the whole planet and beyond all of space really um so when in this when we're thinking we're actually creating a pattern in the field if we're thinking about somebody they're included in that pattern so um what happens is that you might be thinking about somebody if you're thinking about somebody then they're included in that and then it's only really a function of their own sensitivity and how well they've tuned their transceiver to whether or not they would be picking up on what you're thinking. Okay. Okay. All right. So uh, now we all have, almost everybody has a very practical and real world kind of example of this happening to them. And it, and it occurs when, you know, you're thinking about your sister or something, and just as you're thinking about, about her, ring, ring, there goes the telephone, and said person is on the, end of the, the other end of the line. Mm-hmm. Okay? Has that ever happened to you? Yes. All right. And do you know anybody that's not happened to you? Right. Yeah, that's a better right. question. Right. Yeah. And not that I've taken a poll, but that one's pretty, pretty common. Yeah. Okay. So what? It, so for anyone that that's happened to, you have firsthand experience of telepathy in action. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now the question might be, well. Was I thinking of them because they were thinking of me? And that's why... So was it like a precognition? I start thinking about somebody because they're getting ready to call me. Mm, Okay. Or was it an action-reaction kind of thing? I'm thinking about someone. So that gives them the impulse to then... I think right. this is also known as which came first, first the chicken, chicken or, or the, the egg. egg. Yeah. Correct. And so what you have is you have a shared thought system. And, and so and, and what happens then is if you really, if you jump into it, um, what's going to happen is so I'm really, say, thinking about my sister then uh, she's picking this, she's going to be picking this up. The, the, the question on whether or not this leads to like a real-time kind of communication where let's say she's going she's gonna to call me as I'm thinking about her would certainly be a function of, well, is she, not, is she available at the moment? She mm-hmm. might be preoccupied with a work assignment when punching through a spreadsheet or something like that. And so that's where her focused attention is. Mm-hmm. And therefore, okay, she's not able to respond to that telepathic message as, as it's happening. Mm-hmm. Okay? So in a sense, then that telepathic transmission gets kind of stored in a queue. Okay. Okay? Such that when she does have free time or space or something like that, she'll be able to then pick up that message even though it's not in, in real time. It's not in real time, 
But within the quantum field, time doesn't have any meaning. So right. she can be engaged with it at a different point in time where it's actually dynamically happening in real time for her. Mm -hmm. Okay. So in a sense, we're almost communicating through the time. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. And, um, but that's, that's the way it works. Now, from the, from a waking linear, you know, time frame oriented, uh, conscious perspective, then these may appear to be hours apart, but. Okay. Yeah. So this, this is, and I think we did maybe perhaps touch on this many moons ago. Um, and which is why. If you're in a dispute or conflict with someone, if you're the extent to which you're able to think through think through it, and that's the key is being able to think through it, not just arr, arr, you know, not just rage in your own mind, even though there, that might be initial stage, you're like ah, okay, mm -hmm. but the idea is to move past that in your own mind, and you enter into. Uh, I believe that, the, like in literary speak, they call this the Socratic dialogue. Okay. Where you're actually you're engaged in this dialogue or this back and forth in your own mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you you go through all this process. The idea is if you're if you're really just trying to seek resolution or harmony within your own your own mind. Mm -hmm. um, and you do work your way through it, then you will find that that magically seems to mirror itself in reality. Okay. So that that conflict uh, is maybe greatly reduced all the way down to actually being a non-issue. Hmm. Okay. So. Okay. So that's a really interesting background. And I guess... When we think in terms of like telepathy as a superpower, um, it would be nonverbal exchange, like back and forth between two people. Uh -huh. And so I guess on both, because you talked about the transceiver. Yeah. So both individuals, in order to reach that level, would have to reach a certain level of expanded consciousness because... The way that I would, the way that I think about it is that it's like your, your awareness is expanded enough that it can start to overlap with the consciousness of somebody else. Could that be a way to think of it? Where uh, you start to become aware more consciously, because I guess what the... We're having like exchange all the time energetically with everybody and everything around us at right. a at a subconscious level, right. where we're getting impulses, we're receiving and transmitting, but we but not everybody can be aware of and conscious of what that exchange is. Yeah, and you know, in the kind of in the movies, when somebody has really kind of like psychic mind reading abilities, then it typically it tends to be like very pronounced. They can mm -hmm. read all the way into somebody's mind. Um, aye, 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 aye. That is not so much so fun. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, for one is we have enough to sort through of our, in our own consciousness, let alone trying to 
take on somebody else's. Mm. Um, not to mention, you know, if you've seen any movies with, like, you know, that where um, there was one, there's one recently came out called uh, Chaos Walking. And it's about that. this colony, and for some reason, they say, okay, the humans go out and colonize this other planet. There's something to do with the planetary field that makes that produces this auric effect where all the men, whatever they're thinking, gets actually broadcast to everybody around them. Oh, Everyone can okay. see and hear exactly what mm-hmm. what all the guys are thinking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I'm just imagining how many incomplete thoughts there must be. Oh my goodness! I mean, if it was if it was my thought, if it you know my thoughts were being broadcast, it would just be so many incomplete. Oh, uh, it it would be talk about hysterical, right? Yeah, I mean, be, uh, or or horrific. I'm not sure what. <laughs> right. What? But it would. Yeah, I'm reminded of the little the dog that has the. Uh, little voice box on it so that it can speak in the movie up mm-hmm. uh, the Pixar film you know and it would it was sitting there saying yes I think I know the way or I know what the way is is to da, 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 and all of a sudden it's like squirrel yeah <laughs> right <laughs> you know totally and, and <laughs> you gotta yeah. laugh and uh you know, hey, we're not that much more evolved than dogs in this regard. Cause we're <laughs> right. really easily distracted. Yeah. And to to be able to hold a very uh, coherent stream of thought and be able to hold it for a in continuum is yeah. That's a a skill. Uh, it's yeah. a skill. That's a superhuman. That's a superpower <laughs> yeah. right there. So. Uh, and really, until until we actually, as species, let's say, are evolved into a more rarefied and purified state of consciousness, getting into mind reading is not like what you don't want to do. It's like, mm. yeah, uh, yeah, that's not the yeah. Uh, although there may there there can be uh, certain individuals that may be gifted with that. Um, eeks, uh, and uh, but that may be part of their their service mission as a healer or a therapist or something of being able to, yeah, or uh, and you know maybe even uh, I could see certain attributes in that in my mom, uh, but she teaches kids. She has a remarkable ability to just to step right into their worlds mm-hmm. and just know ex- exactly how they're struggling or what they're and to see the world through their eyes and that you could call that a you know that's a mm-hmm. a form of telepathy uh, as well uh, yeah do you want to share any telepathic experiences that you've had such as with like drifting or anything i think it's pretty cool oh well yeah, well, there's the, entertain us, Michael. Come on. Okay. Well, <laughs> I had a. Uh, uh, well, I was first kind of discovering how like telepathy and stuff worked, and and I'd gone to the bank 
one day. And this was so long ago that I didn't have an app on my phone. Oh, wow. That was a long time ago. <laughs> Tell I, us, Grandpa, all I, about this. I know. <laughs> I actually, I had, if I had a check to deposit, I had to go into the bank. Okay. Yep, fill out a deposit slip, put my account number on it, and hand that to a teller. Yep. Wow. Wow. Fascinating. I, I know. And so this particular day, I went in, I was filling out my deposit slip. Now, uh, having to do this all the time, I had a, it was like a six or seven digit account number. I always knew my account number. You remembered that like you remembered your own telephone number. And I just could not, re- I just drew a complete blank. So I just mind blank. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, I cannot remember my, my, um, um, password, <laughs> my, uh, my account number. So I'm like, okay, well, I, I went up to the, to the tower and I just off the cuff, I told, said to the teller, I says, Hey, do you ever have one of those days where you just forget everything? And all of a sudden, it was like, I just cast a spell right over her. It was like hypnotized her or something because she just, her her eyes just went blank and she just stood there <laughs> and she just stood there completely unresponsive and I was just kind of like well maybe she's she's she contemplating it. <laughs> uh, an answer to that like she's trying to retrieve <laughs> Like the memory of when she's forgotten stuff. Or <laughs> Do you remember when you forgot? Hot? And nope, she's just blanked. And like she, like she didn't know where she was, what she was doing, what her job was, what her name was. She just, just, just completely, you know, out of it. And after about a minute or something, I was like, okay, uh, Miss, you, are you okay? And she kind of started to kind of come back around, and then she was kind of looking around her, trying to get her bearings. And Really? Yeah. And uh, so I, like, I handed her the, the deposit slip, my, tech, uh, my, my check, and my ID, and I'm like, can you look up my account number? I had to be real specific with her. And she's like, and then, and then mom, she goes, yeah, I, yeah, I think I can do that. And then she came back, kind of came back online over the next 30 seconds or so. Yeah. So, so do you think that she picked up on your, like, or were, did you guys both enter some sort of, planetary energy that like just cleaned everything out or how do you account for that experience? Uh, it felt like a put what you, you would call as a push it's sort of like I had a blank spot mm-hmm. and I just I just pushed it right and I just like took my blank spot and I gave just, it to her I gave it to her huh and then she was just blank so yeah I was like wow I guess that whole like the these are not the droids you're looking for the jedi mind trick stuff uh-huh. works and and then of course we do have uh hypnosis and examples of hypnosis and this is 
um, in a sense, this is, uh, it's somewhat related, mm-hmm. you know, where you're actually, um, your, uh, the hypnotist is, is, has an influence and it needs certain sug- people that, that are, let's say, are suggestible mm-hmm. and or, uh, open. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know they're all allowing themselves to be, you know, say so-called manipulated for the, for either for a, a you know, gain, a, a, yeah, or for a personal health benefit or something mm-hmm. like that, or for entertainment, yeah, purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, you have simple commands that, um, yeah, invoke certain specific frequencies. Mm-hmm. And then the brain retunes it to those frequencies. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, now, the you're going to find uh, telepathy also working um, with, the, particularly with, let's say, identical twins. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be um, likely to find this in... Um, high probability and identical twins um, somewhat less likely but still likely in say fraternal twins um, or just regular siblings and then also potentially in, in uh, long term couples hmm. yeah or long term partners mm-hmm. where they just kind of know what each other are thinking yeah and this is the way that it kind of comes. And sometimes, um, and sometimes it may show up as, let's say, an audible voice that, that, uh, in one's head of like, uh, I can hear, I, I can hear my mom saying this right now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, or, but more and more so, it gets refined into kind of where the trajectory of where um, where telepathy goes, which is in a, in a visualization. Okay. Uh, that is uh, that is its own say frequency. So. What we end up doing in a more evolved state is we communicate with vibrational frequency. Mm-hmm. And we, we do this at a lesser level still here. We, you know, we, um, we pick up vibes from each other and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but with, let's say, a, a, uh, you know, a, with a pineal gland that's, that's not calcified at all, with everything in the whole human body system working you know, in optimal functionality with your, you know, your, all your parts and pieces and everything working in perfect harmony, then, um, then this is actually a natural ability that we have where, um, we may say a few words, but what we're really doing is we're sharing imagery that's all frequency based. And the reason we do it is because it can convey enormous amounts of information in a snap. Mm-hmm. 
And it's sort of like if, um, now if I wanted to convey, you know, some point, and I frequently do this where I bring up movies, it might be like Lord of the Rings or Powder, the movie The Fountain or, that, or something like that, that if you've seen a movie too, then we can reference, it's just a vector to that movie that we can reference that then conveys a whole lot. Now, I don't have to go through recounting or trying to provide all the specifics of what I'm thinking about or what I'm feeling when I can just say, well, you remember this movie? Mm-hmm. Okay, you remember this scene in that movie? And then we use what's already there. So in the same sense, when we're communicating with this vibrational imagery, where that vibrational energy can, can contain enormous amounts of information. And this is what Mary Rodwell talks about in her book. And I can't remember if she talked about it in the podcast episode or not, but it just really reminds me of like light language and, and like, um, that, that there are people who can write these symbols Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like a channeled drawing or a channeled symbol, Mm -hmm. but just by, but it, points to it's like a whole encyclopedia of information that's contained within that symbol yeah that we you know that we connect to that's what that reminds me of yeah uh yeah and i've got you know another example that's happening and it relates to this drifting and if anybody's seen the movie pacific rim you see here here it is i'm doing it right yeah relating to Pacific Rim and the whole concept of entering the drift where you have these two pilots of this big robot but the neural load for piloting the robot is too big for any individual so they enter this merged consciousness and they enter what's called the drift together now within the drift you can actually be sharing thoughts Mm -hmm. um, directly so there's no separation there's this knowingness that if I'm thinking about an apple so are you're thinking about an apple because it's a merged consciousness. There's only one consciousness. Mm-hmm. So there's only an apple that's being thought of. Yeah. And then that's shared by... Well, okay. And... Um, but my sister and I have had a pretty uh, special connection for most of our lives. Well, I mean, our whole lives, really. But, um, And I want to say... I first started maybe noticing this maybe 20 years ago. I wasn't even particularly well you know, awake and aware yet even. But that we would talk and we would get into this kind of flow together. And there were times when we, were, when we would hit these really kind of maybe deep conversations where Actually, the, the phone would go silent on both ends, and I'd be deep in thought, and she'd be deep in thought. And the only thing that, the only words that we would be exchanging back and forth was, yep, oh yeah, yeah, oh, that, mm. uh huh. And so anybody listening from the outside would just hear these, these, this brother and sister on the phone going, yep, uh huh, yeah. Uh huh, and that might last for 
maybe five five minutes, five, maybe a little bit longer sometimes. Hmm. And uh, it's quite possible we were even doing that before, but I remember it was about 20 years ago where all of a sudden it kind of dawned on me. I'm like, that we were having some enhanced form of communication that was telepathic in origin mm -hmm. and that somehow we were sharing hmm. thoughts together mm -hmm. like it was no big deal. In fact, it was such not a big deal that we didn't even notice that we'd been doing it. Hmm. It was that natural. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. that's really interesting. So um, it kind of begs the question of like, I've heard theories that like our brain is actually just a, a filter or it's just a receiver and that there's actually, you know, this intelligence that go, that's just universal. And it's, it's, it's like we are, our brains are just attuned to this larger intelligence yeah. And so, which I find a really fascinating way to think of it. And you talked about this even, you yeah. know, earlier here where it's like, um, okay, there's um, more of a frequency that you're tuning into and then the thoughts are shared. But the way that I think that I would consider that is like, okay, I create the thought of an apple mm -hmm. and then you tune into that thought that I've created rather than actually we're both on the same frequency that contains already that apple. apple. That apple is existing independent of our brain filtration system, but that's just the channel that we're on. So we're actually observing something that's happening outside of us, so to speak, but also within. I mean, I know on the quantum it's all, yes. everything's everything. But right. Fascinating. Yes. <laughs> totally. Totally. Now, um, so telepathy, it's kind of the way that we're just talking about it. You know, um, certainly you don't want to hold anybody, you don't, you don't want to hold your partner up to the, I, you know, well, I sent you that memo. I sent it to you. Or you didn't get it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, so I, it, we'll get there eventually, folks. But, um, but begin to we can notice this, and then uh, in your everyday life, and in your interactions, and your relationships, and all this sort of stuff, and then uh, the more that your meditation practice stills and quiets the mind, and the more that you're able to work through, you know, um, your own <laughs> issues, if you will, um, such that. The idea being is that you want to, uh, to every person that enters your consciousness on a given day is for, will, when you lay your head to sleep that night, do you feel positive about said individual? Mm. Or, such that the thoughts that you are 
sharing or sending or or associating with that person, person. so that they benefit yeah. that person. Yeah. And so because the thoughts are shared, they matter. Mm-hmm. They do matter. So the way that we think about this is one of the things they don't teach you, um, in, you know, in the aspiring actor schools and stuff like that. Or maybe they do. I haven't gone to acting school. <laughs> okay, but it, when a celebrity has a fall from grace and they lose uh, face and somehow in public opinion mm-hmm. or the court of public opinion, then and all these thoughts that people are having now about said individual, they actually have, they get that's a huge psychic load. Mm. yeah okay so it's you know there's a so called there's I won't no say call it a prize but there's a responsibility associated with being famous because of this effect mm. yeah and that's why you know public opinion and public image is such a big deal yeah Hmm. Yeah. So, okay. Interesting. Well, that's telepathy. Yeah. Do we want to hit another superpower? Um, yeah. Let's let's go for it. Let's, what uh, we what could go strikes with, your uh, fancy? Well, let's see here. Uh, Invisibility is a good one. Super strength's a good one too. Um, and. Uh, you know, maybe we'll do a little kind of rapid fire or something on, on a few of these, but okay. uh, super strength. Now, uh, we can go, okay, well, um, obviously, oh, there's the gym rats that get really, really, really strong. There's particularly, uh, there's athletes that enter flow states that do remarkable things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and... Uh, do, is that really even if they're like say wielding the force or channeling and stuff and there's some of that going on you get a superior athlete like a Usain Bolt and I remember watching him when he just blew away the, the 100 meter records and it was just this incredible phenomenon and the way that he interacted with the crowd and I'm like oh like guys like him and like Michael Jordan and stuff they're actually able to harness group energy from like the stadium all around them and they're using that to actually increase their flow state to perform Mm. at a higher peak okay okay that would be almost kind of a pseudo superpower Mm -hmm. okay because it's it's going they're tapping into something that's beyond just their own muscles yeah Uh uh-huh biology Mm -hmm. okay uh, now, there is, um, uh, now we have the, uh, there's other incidents of super strength where, um, uh, you have the, the, the case of the mother where the car backs over child and is able to, lift the car up off of her kid mm-hmm. and uh, some these these occasional feats of 
Yeah. Incredible super strength that that while there might be uh, adrenaline pumping through the body, uh, there's something else that's going on that seems to be much, mm -hmm. much more significant mm -hmm. than simply a, a biochemical, you know, fight or flight response. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so... Uh, I remember one incident I was out with a friend of mine out in the woods and where uh, there's a tree that kind of fallen over and part way in the storm and it was um, and uh, he was really adept at martial arts and whatnot and he was he was kicking at this tree and whatnot and it was not it wasn't coming out and then um, then finally I said, Hey, uh, let me, let me try. Let me try. So what I did is, is I grokked it. Mm -hmm. All right. Now we've used that term before. So grokking that, that's kind of a shamanic term, which means you merge yourself with it. So you, what I did is I just grabbed a hold of this tree and it was maybe about, mm, three and a half inch diameter the trunk so it's pretty decent size mm -hmm. and I just felt myself into it and just I could feel it feel the grains of the wood and the bark and the and then I just began to actually telepathically mm -hmm. communicate with it and talk to it and say you know it's You've been partially knocked over in this storm, but you're not gonna survive. So it's it's time, mm -hmm. and and I just felt, and I keep feeling as I'm doing this, I'm just building this relationship with it until I'm like deeply in love with this fallen tree, mm -hmm. and then there's just the moment came, and I knew it, and I just barely. Just bent it and it snapped. Hmm. It just broke like a toothpick. Wow. Now, did I use to an observer that looked like super strength? Yeah. But to me, that wasn't some exertion of great muscular right control or whatever um that's just it just snapped and but that was you know the field that was set in the unity and everything made that possible hmm. so in a similar fashion you get the you get like the mother lifting up a car that you're talking about um a presence that is coming in in that moment that has command of the whole field of matter all around mm -hmm. such that it doesn't have to, let's say, um, make a the lot, lot of force. force. Okay. okay. An effort. This, right, this presence could be simultaneously lowering the mass density of the car. Mm. 
or in that localized field reducing the get you know gravitational, gravitational constant yeah okay hmm. so that it's like it's on the moon yeah. or something there are other laws of physics that can be played with by higher dimensional entities bodies including our own soul self hmm. wow. you know right yeah so that all of that can come into play to create the appearance mm-hmm. of super strength and for all practical purposes it is it is strength because it's right. power right right yeah that's fascinating i mean when you talk about that all the different ways that it can be fit like all the different explanations that could be manipulating the physical matter it opens up the same sort of similar pathways that I mentioned when it was suggested that like the mind is actually a filter and it's actually tapping into something that's like unified. And so it's more about the, it's like a TV receiver, like, well, which channel are you on? Which channel is your brain? Mm-hmm. And then that totally flips ever. Like for me, it was like, Whoa, that just flips everything to this whole other perspective and it's the same kind of thing i mean i don't often consider super strength for example but when you explain it that way it's like oh my gosh yeah of course the possibilities doesn't have to be like this thing that comes from the physical body there are lots of different physical laws that can be manipulated yeah and now this is I used to I used to regularly have to practice summoning just to function in life. So, because uh, I had arthritis so bad, you know, my fingers were just they're two to three times their normal size. It was just awful. Which we talked about in your first for, very first episode. Yeah. yeah, I give a little bit of my backstory there and how miserable I was. And now as I then everything started turning around. I went through all my initiations, et cetera, et cetera, and my body began healing. And I mean, I mean, uh, uh, so I'm not plagued with that same swollen mm. joint arthritis like I was before. But along the way, as I was healing, I was still struggling with certain things, like opening a ketchup bottle, or mm-hmm. you know, that's a kind of. Or, jar whatever but Mm -hmm. opening up that twisting action to open up jars Mm -hmm. and stuff was really challenging for me so what i would do but at this point in time i've been through enough initiations i opened up to um to you know extraterrestrial contact or extra dimensional contact is really a better way to say it Mm -hmm. um so i was in communication with uh you know various angels and beings and also in that is the whole realm of the archetypes okay which are um your your gods and goddesses from the whole pantheon Mm -hmm. and they represent specific attributes so in this case hercules being noted for incredible strength Mm -hmm. and so i would just i would just summon the strength of hercules Mm. when faced with a ketchup bottle I couldn't open. <laughs> yeah. And so I would just, I would, that's all it took. It's just a single thought. I'd be like, okay, Hercules, 
need a little help now. Mm-hmm. And just that thought, and then and it, was, it was pretty immediate, but I just paid attention to it, just a new, a little, I would get a new feeling, mm-hmm. or a new sensation, a frequency that would come in, and it would, it would just, I could feel it enter my consciousness and run through my body. And then... Effortless. Effortless. Again, I didn't have to like... It's just the... Just very easy. And I don't care if... I don't don't know if Hercules was loosening the ketchup bottle or giving me strength. It doesn't matter. Yeah. All it is is that that task that was painful and hard became easy and effortless. Mm. That's beautiful. Yeah. I And I think that that's really relatable even if you've never tried that or invoked that but I think that we've all hopefully experienced that like it just the flip from like I can from I can't you know or from you know just thinking that you can't and then you know maybe you're young and there's an outside influence that that just tells you no actually you can and then it's like oh and I I don't know I feel this a lot in meditation where it's like Oh, I I feel like I can open myself up if I'm like invoking, uh, you know, if I'm not feeling a connection with something higher, for example. But then I'm like, oh, but I can if I just remember that I can, mm-hmm. you know. And then it's yeah. like, oh, things start flowing, yeah. things start running, you know. And it's like, oh, okay, I can feel it because now I'm reminding myself that I can. I just need to absolutely, rem- and- you know. I encourage everyone to, to, yeah, to put this into practice and test it because it is so easy to encounter difficulty and just forget, simply forget mm-hmm. and it'd be like, oh, did, hey, did, oh, I know you encountered a problem. Did you ask for help? Right. And yeah. you're like, oh, I seem to forget that part. And you're like, oh, well, you can, yeah, ask, ask for help. Right, right. Because there's, uh, the, the way that we're built as humans is this, you know, yeah, we're this amazing transceiver mm-hmm. um, that's able to connect to, everything mm-hmm. and so yeah using friends from other dimensions oh oh this remind this is so relevant because i had a, a meditation class that i was teaching today and normally it's a group and today it just happened to be one person and it was really like it's actually a really nice surprise when that happens because usually i know the person pretty well and then i can like really feel into that one thing that that I probably wouldn't I wouldn't go there with a group Mm -hmm. and with this particular person she just is really saturated in like spirit and in my classes that I teach they're secular so I have to be or I, I I choose to be kind of careful about what I you know how far I go with invoking spirit, you know, mm-hmm. versus just being like, okay, get into the relaxation or um, the light and being more general in that way. But with her, I'm like, oh, she's totally open. And so it was like, let's invoke invoke your team. Like feel your divine team around you, feel them in a circle, feel them connecting and sending you like this unified alchemical energy that is just for you and it's coming in and it's exactly what you need right now for the next thing and and it was so powerful and beautiful 
um, because we were invoking her team and, and my team. And um, so that may be another thing that as a listener, you know, maybe you haven't explored, maybe you're doing your, because I've been there too, where I've done my meditations full on myself took me a while to open up to this help that's available to us and to kind of accept like, oh gosh, there, there are higher dimensions that are happy to be there to assist and make this easier. And when you tap into it, you can feel it, like just play with that and, and, you know, invite your team to be a part of it and see how you feel. Yeah. And I'll give it, I want to kind of give a few different Using the example of the super strength, Mm -hmm. okay? So you could invoke, let's say, Samson, which is a biblical character. Um, uh, uh, He's a judge, uh, super strong judge. um, Great name. Of Israel, yeah, Samson. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. Now, uh, then, uh, or you could do like I did at Hercules, okay? Okay. and uh, but you can also, which is you know mythical uh, Greek god or demigod, um, and then you have, um, let's say uh, you can use modern mythology. Okay, so Superman. Mm-hmm. All right, so here's the funny thing: like Superman might not be real. Okay. He's making air quotes. That's air quote. <laughs> Real. Okay. But within uh, within the grid, Superman is real. Okay. Mm-hmm. And his the he's the like the the penultimate like uh, mm, mm, he's Superman, right? Mm. And so um, that within the grid, the archetype of Superman actually has power so try to connect with superman again it, it's this is just like what work it, it doesn't matter what who it is what it's just whether or not it works mm-hmm. and then um and you know you can also uh, try gabriel mm-hmm. whose name means god is my strength so and you can always just feel straight to you know to god mm-hmm. directly you know, oh, okay mm-hmm. give me strength which is basically the same as saying Gabriel. <laughs> but um, yeah, but these are all different options and, it, and you just go with what works. Mm-hmm. And then, then of course, it, it, once that happens, it occurs, you're like, wow, okay, I have this at my disposal. It does beg the question of, oh, what other things in my life can I get help with that I haven't necessarily been asking for help. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I mean, Hercules loves to like show up, save the day, and open up ketchup bottles. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Another like, one yeah, open. Look yeah. At that. Yeah. <laughs> ketchup bottle over there. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. So the um, the energies and the extra dimensional entities, beings, whatever that we are. Um, connecting to um, are not uh, uh, you're not taking them away from more important, <laughs> more important, important matters. matters yeah they're infinite and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. absolutely not you yeah. can ask for help all day 
catalog and you won't tire them out. So it's all good. Wonderful. So. Well, this has been super fun. It has been super I love super it bad. because it's. Yeah, it's, it's been super powered. It's, it's been super powered fun. <laughs> yeah, super powered fun. Because it is, it's like a, it's a, a light topic in the sense of just being like, whoa, this stuff's super cool. Um, but I think that there's been some really, really valuable and practical things that we can take and, and explore in our meditations and just in life. So thank you. You're welcome. All right. Maybe in a future episode we'll cover uh, invisibility. Yeah, we've and got telekinesis. More. Those are two big ones. A lot yeah. of people are interested in those. Yes, yes. We we've got a lot of lot more to explore here. Okay. So, thank you, Michael. Oh, thank you, Kara. And thank you for listening. And I look forward to the next meditation conversation. <laughs> <laughs>